0: hello everybody and welcome to the first in a brand new series of having an answer
1: with your host simon robinson and co-host i'll do a bit of an awkward silence there so that people might think that you imagined me and i don't actually exist and i'm just your imaginary friend <laughs> when when in reality i'm neither <laughs> <Imaginary>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah your friend. my
0: very yeah. very much my real life nemesis so oh, yes david so to hello everybody uh yeah well well welcome welcome aboard and um we we hope you enjoy this um this um this episode of of having a, a, a nasser uh we've been since you last um listened to
1: us oh we've had so many adventures haven't we yeah, we've been gallivanting haven't we around yeah. the country gallivanting all the glamour locations oh
0: yeah like uh, Walsall. And, um, Redditch, yep. yeah, bit, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been it's been very good. And uh,
1: do we have any anecdotes, Dave? Oh, do we have anecdotes? Do we? About, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I think we, we've, got we've got things been, that happen, things to us. that happen to us. So yeah. let's let's palm them off as anecdotes. Should we start with Warsaw? Let's do we the Warsaw. Turned up at the Premier Inn. Yeah. Um, off uh, one of the one of Warsaw's finest roundabouts, wasn't it actually? It was yeah. Just for
0: you, some people said, so "Why do you two stay in a Premier In we thought you'd stay in a in a like a really posh yeah, a sort of Ritz, Ritz kind whatever, of thing yeah. we'll make two points on that one there's no wrong with the premier in no no good breakfasts excellent breakfast excellent beds yeah. um we get one each yeah I should say in <laughs> separate, separate rooms um and then two because we um we don't like to overcharge our clients for our comfort indeed yeah. which is very considerate like that indeed we're very reasonable guys we? we are reasonable mm. and um you can always trust somebody who proclaims their own reasonableness
1: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Dave's story. So we turned up at the Warsaw Premier Inn yeah. and asked if there was a, an Indian restaurant yeah. um, nearby that we might uh, uh, that we might visit. Yeah. She said, the receptionist said, uh, "It's not London, you know." Yeah. She <laughs> said, you're, "You're you're more likely to see a dead bird." Yeah. It was all very confusing. Yeah. And okay. We said, well, okay. But is there one? Went, oh, actually, yeah, there is. There's one just near where I used to live. Brilliant! <laughs> so she told us where it was and yeah, yeah. what its name was, and uh, we found it, and it was absolutely excellent, wasn't it? It
0: was lovely. We did a little comedy video, which is yeah. um, just outside it, which is on the old uh, the LinkedIn. If you want to have a look, and then on the second day we we checked into another premier, another he? premier <laughs> in Redditch, and went to the bee feeder for. Um, Four din din's. So I went up to to order and um and swipe the old card across the the pay uh machine. The, what do you call it? The yeah, the card, card machine. Yeah. And um the uh, the lady behind reception or behind the bar said, Oh no, can you come up to pay on this one? So I I, I scuffled along, and um then she confided in me as if I was an age. An well, easy way to remember, she said. Um, the girl with the uh, orange hair on that one, the girl with green hair on this card machine. And I said, but you don't have green hair in went, No, but I used to. So, <laughs> uh, fine. So, well, so, we've been confused mainly, haven't we, we <laughs> this we, week? Most of our confused. And then, of course, um, as you may have seen, we accidentally set off a handsome alarm again in the mm. middle of the training. Yeah. Um, people trying to pretend it was just a regular um, fire... Fire alarm test, but it, it just just trying to spare us
1: from being embarrassed. And there was no fire, was there? So their credibility was lacking.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've we've obviously reported them internally for filthy lies. Yeah. So there you go. So anyway, well, that's that's that. And then um, that's the fun part of the, and that was the fun part. So um, yeah, you can turn off now if you want. You turn off. Yeah, now. we're going to talk about a case. Case. So right? We are going to talk about a case. We're going to talk about a case. of, of cliff the Bay Tree Car Sales and others. Mm. um so uh there you go so this is there's a couple of lessons we learned from this this uh case so i think firstly if i if i if i would you mind if i talk very much about the the application to postpone
1: uh yes yeah you wouldn't mind. It. no, no you i you wouldn't, wouldn't mind, mind. Okay. okay oh, oh talk about that yeah I mean, you could just stay up well, it is brilliant it is yeah brilliant. yeah
0: so this, this this was a case that was listed for the 2nd of November, 2022. And the notice of listing was sent to all parties on the 13th of June. And um, then it was extended for one day here, and then it was extended to two days. And that was confirmed on the 13th of August. The 16th of August, the response solicitor wrote and said, oh, our main witness, the owner of the business, can't come because of a previous work commitment on the scheduled dates. But they didn't
1: start the email with, oh, did they? No, they didn't. I, I, that was added, that added for, effect, yeah. Perfect.
0: Um, on the 30th of August, the response solicitor was written to by the tribunal and told the hearing would not be vacated because there was no explanation of the previous work commitment nor why it had taken two months for this apparent diary conflict to be raised with the tribunal. Fair point by the tribunal. I yeah. think had two fair points, in fact. Fourth of October, the solicitor wrote again for a postponement and said they weren't ready for the hearing and said the main witness was unavailable on the hearing date and referred to the previous application but didn't provide any further details application considered again and rejected on the basis that no proper a- application um, uh, explanation was given. 25th of October, sponsor wrote again and said, and this is for the first time, that the Mr. Um, uh, the main witness was unable to attend the hearing in person because he was not in the country. He was going to be on a cruise around the Mediterranean from the 20th of October until the 8th of November. The more eagle-eared amongst you yeah. will know that that seems slightly different to previous work. Commitment. Of course, he could be carrying out work on a cruise, but on the face of it, it seems...
1: It seems different. I mean, the, the yeah, especially confirmed. given the business was selling used cars. Yeah, so it seems it seems <laughs> it's unlikely, unlikely but, but rocked up with. I'm um, going to get got Pino to agree to him uh, carry five or six Ford Mondeos well, onto the boat with him. But yeah, two or
0: three tops. <laughs> yeah. 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 So and um, then there was confirmation that he was on the cruise at the time of the hearing. And the um, the 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 claimant objected to the postpon- The The tribunal again refused it and said that the respondent appeared to be under the impression that if they asked off, the tribunal um, would would relent. Anyway, um, uh, long story short, um, there was another application at the start of the hearing. I wonder how that one went. No, <laughs> oh, well, it was <laughs> not to know, Dave, to know that it was refused. And the hearing proceeded, so the respondents didn't call any evidence, and the only evidence heard was from the claimant. So the lesson there, of course, is if you're going to make an application to postpone, do it do it timiously, if indeed that's the word, word or yeah. a timely manner, and uh, give evidence as to why um, the person can't attend. If it's a work yeah. diary matter, the tribunal will expect you to rearrange it. If it's a holiday, it would only really be likely to be grounds for postponement if you can show evidence that it was pre-booked prior to the hearing being listed and you hadn't had a listing stencil beforehand for you to give your unavailable dates and, uh, and left those dates off. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, quite a little. Yeah. That's, that's almost a um, uh, the kind of question you'd get in a in a university um exam isn't it Of yeah. what would you do and yeah. the answer is not i keep i keep trying with exactly <laughs> the same application
1: yeah and not be honest as well yeah. and yeah. here the tribunal also noted that the dismissal appeared to have been affected by someone other yeah. than um the, the the guy who was on the crew yeah no explanation given as to why that person um was not there to to give yeah. evidence um and, and and yeah i mean at that approach and in particular the guy not turning up yeah. and the other person not turning up just shows complete disrespect yeah. and disregard for the tribunal yeah. process, uh doesn't it? So, you know, here they were already on the back foot on the basis of that one. Yeah. And of course
0: you make no criticisms of the, the solicitor, whoever it was, because they'll have been following their instructions. There's no suggestion the solicitor was in any way dishonest or yeah. behaved poorly. They'll just been told what to do. And, and um, we don't know what advice they gave before sending I beg your pardon, I just had my lunch, sending each of those applications.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, bad start for the respondent, and it didn't really get any better, did it, once the tribunal got into the, it, the main issues in the case. Well, it's
0: it's difficult to believe this at the moment, um, but, but arguably it got much worse. Yeah. So, yeah. Shall I talk about the
1: what uh, happened? Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, Thanks. fair enough, absolutely. So it was an unfair... Uh, dismissal claim. Mm. was also wrongful dismissal and uh, uh, an unpaid wages, but we'll focus on the unfair uh, dismissal uh, aspect. And uh, the claimant was, um, according to the respondent, uh, dismissed for three allegations one issuing himself with a cheque for about two and a half thousand pounds, the other issuing himself with a further cheque for about a thousand pounds, and also failing to provide a DVLA code. Now, bear in mind, this was a a uh, car used car dealership. Uh, the issuing of checks um, had been uh, something that the claimant had done for for many many years. So there was nothing suspicious uh, as a result of that in itself. Um, but the claimant had started work for a, a, a Glen Manual when he was fourteen uh, in 1998, and, and he worked for Baytree Car Sales, which was a, a car lot. Uh, everything seemed absolutely fine, everything was fine for years Uh, and then Mr Manuel died in June 2021 and his family took over the running along with the claimant of the uh, used car uh, garage Um, and uh, again for a while the relationship continued to be fine but clearly deteriorated Uh, I I think in particular it seems Mm -hmm. it was a background of um, Mr Tanigliff the claimant having been uh, awarded some money in the will uh, of Mr Manuel uh, and I, th- I wonder if that perhaps led to some resentment but well certainly anyone who's seen the um, the Knives Out film will
0: know that um, what's left in wills can cause real problems and not everyone of course has
1: Daniel Craig there to sort it out and I think that's worth pointing yeah. out Yeah, where there's a will there's a way it doesn't always apply does it and, and here it doesn't so <laughs> uh, there are lots of situations where that phrase doesn't apply, but I will often say it anyway just yeah. to confuse people. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes it will it will fit the scenario. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not here, but yeah, it you know. will in a way. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 works. Yeah, indeed, so that works. Um, if you thought Dave Joe worked there, you just write to Imogen Templeman and write, dear Imogen, I <laughs> thought Dave's joke worked. I give no other explanation,
1: and yeah. say a little before she emails and goes, what's going on? Yeah. So there were various meetings that the respondent said took place, Mm. uh, including a meeting on the 23rd of uh, June of 2021. And um, the tribunal uh, hadn't heard any evidence from the respondent. It had some notes before it of meetings. But bear in mind, the only evidence it heard was that of the claimant, given that nobody actually turned up to give evidence on the part of the uh, respondent.
0: Although bizarrely, uh, the the the, the, um, the company did instruct a barrister to attend. Yeah. So I feel a bit bad for the um, for the yeah. barrister. It seems to be an almost impossible situation. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. But uh, yeah, the claimant's evidence was that this meeting and various other meetings simply didn't take place. Um. Off the back of that, um, the tribunal. Uh, absent uh, a finding or a feeling that the claimant himself was completely making everything up, which clearly they didn't think was the case here, um, found that, well, the, the claimant says the meeting didn't take place. We've not heard any evidence from the respondent that the meeting did take place. All we've got is a note. Um, uh, uh, they found, well, this this meeting didn't take place. The notes were fabricated, um, and that was the case with various other meetings uh, as well. Yeah, So it's literally, isn't it? with
0: I'm satisfied the, the yeah. judgment I'm satisfied the note of the meetings of fabrication no such meeting took place I'm satisfied this note for a different meeting has been created for the purpose of this tribunal I, I'm satisfied that no such meeting took place in relation to another meeting I'm satisfied this document in relation to another meeting was created for the purpose of this
1: tribunal and on and on it goes yeah absolutely so um the claimant was suspended on the 27th of October uh 2021 that wasn't um disputed uh But there were absolutely no details of any allegations against him. Uh, There was then subsequently um, notes of a meeting uh, and a letter before the tribunal to say that a meeting had taken place at which the claimant had been issued with a final written warning. Uh, Again, the tribunal said, well, we don't find that took place at all. That was all completely fabricated for the purposes of the tribunal hearing and the claimant's. Um, had shown that actually he'd been in Skek Ness with his partner uh, during that week, so no meeting would have been able to uh, to take um, place. So um, this final written warning essentially never happened. Um, nobody knew anything about it, or so certainly the claimant didn't know anything about it. Um, and then uh, relations apparently remained cordial until Christmas 2021. There was an issue about the claimant's phone contract and he was told well look, we're not going to pay for your phone um anymore even though the previous owner had, had, had agreed to to do that and he'd agree even though it was primarily primarily used for business purposes he agreed well um okay fine I'll sort out my own um phone uh contract um he then in February uh, 2022 um was given a letter uh, about a final written warning but he was told by one of the other managers um, not to worry about it It was just this other manager being pedantic so he decided not to raise it um, at the time even though he had absolutely no clue what any of it um, was uh, uh, about um they there was then uh, apparently a further meeting on the 3rd of March um, at which the claimant was dismissed for the allegations of gross misconduct that I mentioned earlier in relation to checks and DVLA forms. Well, the tribunal said that we, we find that that simply didn't happen at all. What had happened... Be, I think the, the, the invite letter, they say, didn't, to the hearing didn't even exist either. Yeah, that yeah. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, what had happened was that uh, there had been a falling out over the gift that had been left to the claimant in the will, uh, and some quite abusive texts have been received from one of the managers to the claimants. Uh, one of those had said, hand in, your key, hand in keys to Moz, you're done. And then subsequently, uh, and you think I'm stupid, your worst mistake, hand keys in to Moz, you no longer work for us or my family. So I was all off the back of an argument, dismissed by text, no hearing, no invitation to the hearing, no right of appeal given in the text, no follow-up letters to that text, that was simply the dismissal. The tribunal said that message was an unambiguous dismissal and employment had been um, terminated. The notes of the meeting, the invitation to the meeting on the 3rd of March and so on were all fabricated after the event for the purposes of the tribunal, um, so not for any other purpose, not to send to Mr. Honeycliffe and say, Well, look, we had this meeting, we know you weren't there. Um, but but here it is um for the purposes of the tribunal, which uh you know tribunals generally don't take too kindly to people trying to pull the wall over their eyes. And no, so very them, much against it. They, they are, yeah, yeah, very much against that. Yeah. yeah. Um so so yeah, the there was a finding of unfair dismissal. Um, respondents' assertion by their representative was. The dismissal was for misconduct but the tribunal said there's no evidence to establish that the reason was for misconduct um you know let alone that there had actually been any misconduct committed um and there was no good reason no investigation no hearing um uh, Mr Tunnicliffe wasn't told of any outcome and he wasn't given a right of appeal uh, and they came on to consider the ACAS uplift didn't they do you want to well, yes. So what they've said
0: about the egg, i am just pausing here as well to say, in, in relation to the barrister, is any of you think he hired the barrister to present this case? Is because he was told the documents were real, I assume. So he's he's um, able to present the case in an entirely legitimate way. And then if the tribunal find that they weren't, it's no reflection on the barrister. Or as I said earlier, on the solicitor who was initially instructed. Um, so in relation to the uplift, the judge said, "I've decided in this case that it would be just and equitable to uplift the compensatory award by the maximum of twenty five percent." This is because of the complete failure by the respondents to undertake or abide by the ACAST code of practice, particularly in the circumstance where they have an employee who'd given loyal service for 24 years. It's the next sentence that is perhaps um, one of the most startling because you don't get this very often in a a judgment, this this kind of stark comment. Um, The respondents' behaviour is nothing short of reprehensible, and the maximum uplift is uh, appropriate in this case. Nothing short of reprehensible. Um, yeah. So in the end, between the basic award, the compensatory award, the notice pay and the wages, the claimant got a payment of?
1: £38,229.54. and pence. And if you think that is bad enough, it probably doesn't end there. Because the final paragraph of the judgment says, at the conclusion of the hearing, the claimant's counsel said he wished to make an application for costs. And I told him that she'd make that application in writing. And after I'd considered any submissions from the respondent's representative, I would decide the issue on the paper's I'm assuming there simply wasn't time left um, at the end of the day to hear that properly. Um, But given everything we've said, I think it would be quite surprising if there wasn't a cost application made in the claimant's favour on the basis that the defence of the proceedings had been conducted unreasonably. It's hard to think of um, a more unreasonable way to conduct proceedings Mm. than either concocting a claim or concocting a defence uh, based on false assertions 100% right so there you go lessons there but I
0: think uh, they're pretty obvious um what they are don't make up evidence and do attend tribunal <laughs> yeah and um, go on a cruise instead exactly just it's, it's one of what, what these things you think you would never have to tell people but clearly you do
1: yeah yeah no 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 explanation as to why um attending video link no wasn't uh wasn't considered as an option it just seems to have been um uh, uh a quite contemptuous um approach to to the tribunal mm. yeah good stuff as in good stuff of your
0: report not yeah. good stuff that they were contemptuous to the to the tribunal just to make that clear to any judges who accidentally listen to this <laughs> so uh thank you everyone uh for listening welcome back and mm. um there'll be another one next week oh can't wait exciting times yeah bye bye you